This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Wallace dips inside and hits. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. I'm James Mappin and this is the debate show, the weekly show devoted to Sheffield Wednesday where we give you the chance to have your say and for us to listen to your opinion on Sheffield Wednesday. If you're listening to the recording of this in the podcast form and you're wondering how you can get involved, then just follow us on Twitter, it's at WTIDpod and you'll see when we go live every Wednesday at 8pm. Uh, if you have you say, then press the microphone icon on the bottom left and request to talk. It really is that simple. Um, now, I might not accept you straight away. Last week, we had far too many uh, people up on stage, to be honest. Um, so if you do request a talk, I will get around to you at some point. Just be patient. Uh, and if I do remove you from the stages, so to speak, it's nothing personal. You can still request to come back. I just don't want too many up on uh, like we did last week. That's all. I got I got a bit confused and, and poor Ben didn't get a chance to say his piece. So Ben, if you're uh, if you're on, come on up and uh, and you can have your say this week. Um, <clears throat> before we were taking all three points away from the University of Bolton Stadium last week, or last weekend, should I say, but uh, a last minute equaliser meant we came away with just one uh, and another two points dropped from winning positions this season. Uh, obviously. That sparked what uh, me and Liam described on the podcast at the weekend as a, a massive overreaction on social media with quite a few of the fans, quite you know, a lot more than what I, what I first thought, to be honest, that, you know, questioning whether Darren Moore is the man for the job, uh, the job being getting us out of League One and, and whether or not he has the credentials uh, for the task in hand. Um, 
If you listen to Monday's podcast, then obviously you'll know where me and Liam stand on that one. But we want to hear from you um, all this evening. I want your take on, on just that. And especially want to hear from those who don't think Darren Moore is the man for the job as well. So, uh, like I said, press the microphone button, get involved. Uh, now, before we do get things underway, as always, I'm joined by Liam. Uh, Liam, mate, you all right? Yeah, good, mate. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you very much. Uh, things got a little... Uh, animated didn't they when we were recording monday's podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i got a bit well i say carried away uh what's the word <laughs> i don't know i think animated would, would sums it up to be honest i think we were both uh me with me uh, <laughs> yeah me with you know sounding like barry white with me uh croaky voice and what have you but yeah we were both uh we both said his piece didn't we and uh, i think we i think we got his point across but but yeah like you know today what a perfect platform for people to come on and uh you know and 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 say their piece because uh yeah it was like i said it i was quite shocked really at the amount of people that 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 kind of come out and and voice the opinions do you think that do you think these people actually mean it or do you think it were a bit of knee-jerk reaction after the after the game i don't know mate to be honest there's there seems quite a lot doesn't there and whether it's knee-jerk reaction or whether it's just to get a reaction on social media, I don't know. Yeah, but it, there is that element of it in it. To be to be fair, I mean, I'm just going to uh, read a few of them out before we. I can see people have requested to talk and everything. We could obviously we can also talk about the match itself. Um, you know, the the one one draw against Bolton. Um, I'm just going to read a few out. Um, Neil, uh, we we ten thousand percent need a new manager. Ask yourself two questions: Will we go up this season under him? Uh, if we don't, will we go up next season? I'd say no and no. Um, let's read some more out. Let's have a look. Um, Frankie, if we don't get promoted, there's a new one coming, whether we like it or not. So that's what Frankie thinks. Um, <laughs> someone's put, it wouldn't surprise me if DM walks at the end of the season with some shit our supporters come out with. <laughs> and... Uh, Another one here, Stevie Brown Owls. I think I read this one out on the podcast at the weekend. He'll be out of his depth again, like before in the championship. Tactically inept. We should have we should have pissed this league. We'll definitely need new gaffer and at least half a dozen reinforcements if we go up. So uh, yeah, some uh, some strong words there from uh, from some of the fans. I'm just going to um, bring a few of you up and uh, let's have a let's have a chat. I'm bringing Ben and uh, and Peter up. Uh, ben, I'll come to you first, mate. First of all, how are you? All right. Yeah, I'm fine, mate. I'm fine. Uh, I'm not going to come on and absolutely slate Darren Moore, but I'm going to say I don't trust him. Yeah, you look at his own phone. Own phone's amazing. You know, let's be honest. We're pissing it at home. Yeah. Um, no complaints whatsoever. Away from home, I'm not being funny, but I mean, I ranted about it last week. Mendes Lang, Sean into the team, said a very, you know, what do we go to Bolton? We should have won with a better team. And everyone's going on about saying, Oh, we can't defend set pieces. Every single team on the planet, no matter if you're Barcelona, Real Madrid, Man City, they're going to concede a goal every now and again. So no matter how good you are, you will concede goals. Saturday, we should have buried them at weekend. We didn't win that game because we didn't take his chances. And do you know what? Had Barry Hino started that game alongside Gregory, I reckon would have scored a couple of them chances earlier on in the first half. And he showed him into the team. And I mean, Mendes Lang up top, yeah, he's got pace. But... He's not particularly great when he's thrown goal. Uh, he's, he's not a finisher. And I just don't trust him more particularly away from home to get results. I mean, you look at his, what, last three or four away games? 
I mean, look at Lincoln away. We're terrible there. Didn't turn up. Um, Gillingham away. Terrible down there. I mean, crikey. Sends us all to sleep down there. You know, Bolton, we, we played all right. I thought Bolton at times pretty much matched us at times, but we should have won with chances we had. And I just don't trust him. And I don't want to slag him, but I just don't, I'm not convinced he's a man that will get us out in this division. So so what could he have done differently? I mean, obviously you mentioned bringing Berry or starting Berahino. I think I would I would agree with that one. I mean, I said it, you know, before kickoff that, um, well, you know, my, my line, predicted lineup had Berahino starting. When I saw the lineup again, I would I wouldn't say I was shocked, but I, I wanted to see Berahino start. And I, I, I actually did think he would. Um, but other than starting Berahino, is there anything else that he's he's done wrong? Because he's, you know we, we've dominated yeah. the game and we've we've just not put his chances away, which. Yeah. Which for me, that if you're creating chances at the start of the season, we weren't creating chances, and that that comes down to the manager for me. But we are creating chances. It's down to the players to put them in the back of the net, is it not? It is, Paul. Yeah, but end of the day, who's going to score your goals? A striker it's in form that scored a hat trick a couple of weeks ago, and he hasn't started since with Gregory since then. Uh, or is it a winger that it's just been chucked up front because he's got pace? Well, it's going to be a striker it's recently scored a hat trick, isn't it? You know, chances are they're going to score more goals than what your wingers are, but it's got pace. So, yeah, that, for me, it's down to Darren Moore. And another thing as well, I mean, the first 10 minutes, we kicked it long from goal kicks and what have you. And then we started fanning about again, just rolling it out from the back. In the first 10 minutes, we have created a good three or four chances. Just by going long, it might have been a corner we got from it. It might have, you know, we had a couple of chances at goal. Then we're rolling it out from his back, playing this slow, I don't know, terrible, boring football at times. For me, just get it forward if you have to. Um, I just don't trust him, mate. I don't want to slag him. We look at his own form. I mean, we're bloody also on at home. So maybe we just need a manager for home games and a separate manager for away games. <laughs> yeah, Ben. Maybe that's a solution. Yeah, Ben, do uh, do stick around. Uh, Giles, yeah, mate, yeah. Giles, mate, how are you? All right. How are you, boys? All right. Yeah, fine. Thank you. Uh, yeah, what did um, obviously? I'm guessing you've watched the highlights and what have you from from the weekend. What what, what do you make of the the comments that people are, are, are saying after that, you know. That well, I haven't really, I haven't heard, I haven't heard a lot of the comments. Obviously, I spoke, I, we messaged earlier, didn't we? And you were set, telling me that Moore was getting a bit of stick, which, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't really get it. I, c- I can, I can understand. Um, who was just speaking? Was it? It was Ben. Ben, I can understand Ben's point to a certain extent, but to 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 really give you know more stick in general, I think. Come on, like. He's, yeah, all right. I think he could have started um, Berino instead of uh, Mendes Lang. Yeah, I don't know what happened there because I, I definitely would have started him. Um, but we, listen, it's an away, away point. We didn't lose. We played well. Everyone I spoke to said that we actually played well. It's not like we played shit. So we can't one minute say, yeah, more, more in, more in, and then we lose or we draw and that next thing you know it's more out that's uh, i'm not really you know I, I don't like that at all i'll be honest with you giles is a is a player then like what what part of the game comes down to the manager and what part comes down to the players because I, I was just saying to ben there that we created I think we had 21 shots i think we had in the in the game we only had five on target but you know we we should have buried his chances to be perfectly honest you know the the shots that we you know there was a Baden probably could have had two Mendes Lang could have easily had one um maybe maybe more in in like obviously I put that down to the players um and but creating the chances for me that 
that comes down to the manager in terms of the way he's set up. Would you would you agree yeah, with that? Or? Yeah, I agree. I agree to a certain extent. Yeah, he's um, he obviously the manager sets the team up how how he wants to play. Um, but at the end of the day, when the players cross that white line, white line, they've got responsibilities, and it can't all come down to them. Listen, we know how football works. It's a result business. Managers always get the stick if the players don't perform. But for me, as a player, you need to take responsibility. And at the end of the day, it seemed like we were creating chances, but we just couldn't put them away. Now, that's not Moore's fault. You know, listen, the players need to, to be more ruthless and more clinical in front of goal. If, if we're to get promoted, we, we, we have to be clinical. Otherwise, at the end of the day, we won't, we won't do it. So, I, listen, Moore's going to get the stick for, for the, the team selection, um, for maybe how the, the players play, it, it set up, sorry, but for how the players actually play on the, on, on the weekend or on a Tuesday, the players have to take full responsibility for that. Yeah. How much, when it comes to the manager as well, Giles, like in terms of, you know, this is how we're going to play, blah, da and I know you're not going to obviously know exactly what it's like with Darren Moore, because obviously you've not played, you know, you've not played with him as manager, but I, in, in the times that you've been, you know, footballed for all the different managers that you've, that you've played under, how much can, do you get much freedom in terms of, like in terms of changing things on the fly or is it a case of, this is what we worked on in your training, I want you to do, you know, just, just stick to this game plan kind of thing. Or... No, you, listen, you'll have you, you'll have the way that the manager wants you to, to set up. But at the end of the day, on a on a weekend, sometimes things, you know, they arise when it's in, you're in a situation where, as a player, you need to take responsibility, right? It might not, it might not actually pan out how the manager has uh, has set up. So then again, it comes back to the players taking responsibility. Sometimes might have to, you know, make their own decisions on the pitch, um, and that's where you know your experienced players on the pitch come into it because they have to start, you know, talking and um, and they they can see things as well, right? Yeah, definitely. Cheers, Giles. I was going to bring Peter in. Um, Peter, mate, how are you? All right. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, James. Are you, mate? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Obviously, I know you were there at the weekend um, at the. Reebok. Let's just call it the Reebok, shall we? Just everyone knows it's called yeah, the Reebok, yeah. don't we? Um, yeah. yeah, you 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 were there at the weekend. I mean, what what were you all like? You know, when that that goal went in for the for the equaliser, and obviously when full time went in, it were it were one one. What what were your kind of overriding emotion at that point? Well, I think I think like everybody else, you just think, oh no, not again. But then, like I said last week, I, I was. I became more angry when I started reading the comments on Saturday night on Twitter and all through Sunday, and and it it, it was the perfect platform uh, for all the the Darren Moore haters. And like Ben's just been on and said, "You don't want to slag Darren Moore, but I don't want to slag." It's not having a pop at you, Ben, because we're all at the end of the day, we're all Wednesday arts. We all want the same thing. But you didn't you didn't make any you didn't make any positive statement. The one thing that no I've not seen anybody mention yet on, on Saturday. Well, I've seen a couple say, but Saturday was, in my opinion, was actually the best performance for weeks and weeks and weeks. It was it was as good, if not better, than the Cambridge six uh, 0 job as a as a play, as a team performance. And everybody, all the all the haters, are having a pop at Darren Moore. We're, we're in serious. Uh, we've got a serious chance of getting into the playoffs. A really serious chance. Uh, but not one person has mentioned... How many chances How many chances do you think Barry Bannon missed on Saturday? Well, yeah, I think he had four, he had four shots, I think it he were. He had four. 
And uh, Ben just mentioned we created chances in the in the first ten minutes. Barry Barry Bannon had had three shots directly on goal, unopposed shots, and only one at the target when the keeper made the save. In the second half, he missed from seven or eight yards out. Not one person. You can't. Bannon's untouchable. Yes, he's a fantastic player. He makes the team tick. Barry Bannon was guilty of missing more chances than Mendes Lang on Saturday. Absolutely, and you can't tell me any different. Peter, you, can I just say something? What What are these Darren Moore haters saying? I just want to know because they want, they want him out. They want him what, out. They want him out. What? They want him out right now. Oh yeah. Well, I don't, well I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an example. Uh, this is, I, I've I've made made a few notes tonight. That uh, the only word that what the big word at the top is fickle. Well, of course, fans are fickle. Let's be honest. Of course, yeah. Now I'm gonna. A little secret. I took my I took my lad to on Boxing Day. I took him to Man City via Leicester on Boxing Day. At four at four, half time, it was four 0 to City, if you remember. Uh, Fifteen minutes into the second half, it was four three, and we got idiots round us shouting, "Pep, you rubbish! Get out! You're not good enough." Yeah, it's ridiculous. Right, exactly. And then go on the Rotherham go on the Rotherham United official Twitter page this morning and last night. And out of 50 comments, there's at least half of them want, want Paul Warren gone. Yeah, it's that's crazy. That oh. is absolutely crazy. I, but what I don't get is, is what, for me, beginning of the season, I put us getting in the playoffs. I didn't think we were going to get automatic. Yeah. I thought that was good. That, that, that would be you know a big stretch. And if we did it, amazing. But I didn't think we would go straight up. It's, the, the league is so tough. It is. It's not easy. And especially coming down from the championship, to bounce straight back up, it's very, very difficult. So yeah. I, I, I think where we are at the moment is actually where I thought we would be come the beginning of the season. So I don't really know what the fans are, the, what, what, the, what they're expecting. At the, mo at the moment, we're actually well, playing it. well. That, that word, that word is it, Giles. It's expectations. Peter, I'm yeah, just going to read, a, read a few out. Giles, I'm just going to read a few out, a few more tweets that we had from the, from the weekend. Uh, Jordan, home form has massively covered over an abysmal away record this season. He's failed to find a way to game manage when leading away from home. Don't think we should be getting rid, but massive failure if we don't get into the playoffs. Uh, another one, um, I don't think he'll get promoted. This is from uh, uh, one furlong out. Uh, if by some miracle we do, then I certainly wouldn't fancy us doing well in the championship with his style of football um another one we needed i'm guessing this is uh you know in terms of new manager we needed one in october he never learns tries to be clever but really i'll not read the next bit he's basically saying he's thick um let's have a look any any more <coughs> one here um i think he's a bit fishing really he's just put his shite um, he has the best squad in the division and he's struggling to get in the playoffs. Very reminiscent of the job he did at West Brom that he got the sack for. So that's just I'm, a handful I'm of... I'm just going to pipe up. Go on, Liam. Um, we've obviously got people saying he's not got the credentials and all this. And West Brom this and West Brom that. He's only been a man... That was his first job. And fair enough, in terms of he's not got the credentials, he's probably right because he's not... He's only been a manager since what? 2018? West yeah. Brom was his first job. That's right, yeah. And I've been having a look, because obviously you know bits and bobs, but he took over West Brom when they were in shit, basically. A bit like us at the end of last season. Um, he went unbeaten in April. He got the manager of the month award in the Premier League, beat Man U 1-0. Then came down to the Championship, where he got sacked when they were fourth. So, 
and he's also he's, he's also <laughs> got players in on he's got players in on a shoestring. We've had an injury less, you know, longer than the Dolkio on Westry. It's a, you know it's an absolute joke. And it's, just uh, on top of that as well, he went into Donny Rovers in a COVID season. They got cut short, and it went back on a what, however they figured that season out, and they just missed out on the playoffs. And then he left to us, and they were in the playoffs, weren't they? When he when he came to us, am I right? I think they were. I think they were. Yeah. So I'm just, I just thought it was quite interesting because I knew obviously where he'd been and sort of what he'd done, but I'd not looked into it in any. Can I put in really quick, lads? Yeah, go on, Ben. That's what that's what we're here for. Yeah, just to say to Peter, I I don't want him gone or anything like that, but I can't agree. I don't think that performance week or anywhere near the Cambridge performance. Well, okay, it might have been in spells, but. That Cambridge performance, I just thought we were awesome. I mean, Barry Hino and Gregory were phenomenal. And for any manager to actually sit down the touchline and see that game and then go, Crikey, you've just scored an hat trick. You had a blinder. Now I'm not going to play you again with Gregory because uh, I'm going to play somebody else instead. That for me is just, it's just ridiculous, man. Ben, it's... Ben, sorry to interrupt you. Just to say, sorry, Bolton away is a much harder game than Cambridge at home. It is, mate. It is, Giles. But. So you I know can, I, mean, I know you're saying about the you know the the, the game at that home at Cambridge was unbelievable, but listen, going away from home and to Bolton, who let's be honest, Bolton aren't a bad side. No, they're not. Yeah, they're not. I just think I just think yeah, we we were in a position where we should have won the game. We shouldn't concede in the last minute. It was one of those things. To be honest, it it, it was it wasn't good to to see that in the last minute. I, I I'll admit it. I was a bit like, oh fucking hell, here we go again. To be honest, do you know what I mean? But yeah. we haven't lost the game. We're still in a great position. So I don't think we need to start panicking. I don't I don't see why... Oh, no, you're right. I don't want him going to go anything like that. It's absolutely not. It's, I don't know. I just but, don't but trust does, to... does some of the frustration come from the fact that we conceded that last... Like, for example, if we'd have held on, that ball would have gone yeah, out for a throw-in. Um, do you yeah. think you'd be as frustrated as what you are now? Or do you think you'd have Probably kind of... not. But, but the problem is you're relying on holding on to that one goal lead, aren't you? At the end of the day, teams are going to concede every now and again. But it's all right saying, yeah, OK, we played well against Cambridge, not particularly as good as Bolton. But yes, AFC Wimbledon, he changed it then as well. And you look at that game against Doncaster, I say, Patterson coming at half-time with Berrino, you know, them two changed game, scored. Next game, Berrino you know, scores a hat-trick with Gregory. They haven't played together since. And for me, I don't know about you, Giles, but imagine you just scored a hat-trick, right? Had a blinder. Next game, you drop, and you don't play for the next three or four games. Going to be gutted, surely. Hundred percent, and I don't really yeah. know what what that's all about. To be honest, I don't know why he's not playing. There, there's there's got to be a reason. I'd love to hear his interviews. Has, I, I can has anyone, play said reason, anything, has anyone questioned more on on that? Is he, is 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 he fit, Berino? Is he injured? Is there a reason why oh. he's not he's not starting? It's because of Mendes Lang. Mendes Lang's now become fit. So before he got injured, he were playing on the wing, well mm. wing back. They were having a blinder. So basically, he's been out injured. He's now got fit. And Moore's looked at him and gone, oh dear, well, I can't play at wing back because Johnson and Hunt are playing really well. Or you've got pace, I'll stick you up top. And for me, it's just it just knackered that balance a little bit. But I said, I'm not going to go over the top like that. Well, I already have, answer really. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you just look how we are away from home. I'm not seeing them performances away from even against the likes of Gillingham. No disrespect to Gillingham, but they're awful. Mm. And we went there and we did not have a clue how to break them down. And I say, if we, if we play like we did at home, away, no problems. But away from home, we, we really are just not... I say we're not breaking teams down enough. And I just don't think he's got the tactics away from home. But say, I think, we definitely, I think you're right. we definitely, definitely need to 
to be playing better away, especially if we're to get in the playoffs. Um, because, like you said, we've got to go to, we've got to play two games, right? We can't just rely on on, on winning winning the two legs at home. Yeah. So yeah. We definitely have to play better away. Giles, uh, I would agree it, with you on that. The, the, on the star, uh, it was asked that exact question about Mendes Lang. Um, I'll just read out what some of the quotes. Uh, he said, you know, he can be effective out wide and up top. You can see the out that he gives us up there. He's done well in both positions. It's great for us that I know I can put him out wide or play him up top. Um, he went on to say he's fashioned a couple of chances against Bolton. All that was missing was his, was the final touch. When he's in wide positions, he creates overloads. He's very good in 1v1 situations and gets beyond his opponent. Up top against Bolton, he gave something to worry about. When they stepped in on us, he went the other way and got in. Uh, he carries a threat, and that is what we want. <coughs> then he also went on to say, uh, we thought there would be spaces against Bolton to get in behind them, uh, and he got in a few times. He'll probably feel he should have scored, but he got in there. As long as he's getting in there and the chances are there, he will score. When I worry is when we don't create chances. So he obviously has been asked on the situation. Yeah. And obviously there, if, if he felt that you know Bolton at home would probably give us a bit of uh, space in behind, and that's, you know, I'm guessing he, he, he favours the pace of Mendes Lang over... Um, over Sado Berahino, so that, that's a bit of you know that's what he said on that matter there. Mm, okay. Well, while we're on it as well, just one of the comments on that tweet, and obviously I, I shared it with you earlier, <laughs> James. I was thinking, and mainly kind of at you, Giles, people saying, you know, best squad in the league. Obviously, on paper you might say so, but beyond paper. What would you say warrants the best squad? Like I've had a after work today, I've spent an hour and had a, a look at some like I suppose stats on the players. I, I looked at like before this is before this season, but I looked at like appearances last season, appearances over the last three seasons. Obviously, worked out an average uh, goals over the last three seasons. I was just thinking, what you think warrants? You know, like to look when you look at player stats, maybe. I thought, obviously, reliability, how many games they've played, how many goals they've scored, etc. Yeah, I, that's that what, what I would go on. That's what I would, but um, you know how it is. People are going on actual names, aren't they? They're just going think, on the... That, that's, that, that's what I think people are going on. By saying that we've got the best squad, it's because it's Bannon, because it's Byers, Luongo, Gregory. They're, they're just looking at all the names. Whereas if you look at kind of what they've done uh, in the past, well, uh, have we have we really got the best squad? I don't know. I mean, I've looked. I think obviously, obviously, we, obviously, we haven't because we're fifth in the league, Giles. There you what? go. Yeah, and and I don't think we've got the best the best squad in the league. I'll be honest with you. I think we've got some very good individuals that are probably you could say yeah. that are probably the best, are one of the best in the division, as individuals we've got. But as a team, as a squad, I don't think it's the best squad in the league. No. And what? So, for example, for you, for a good a good turnout for a season. How many games would you want to play? To say is a decent amount to have played, like for the season. As a, as a individual or as yeah, as an individual, yeah, yeah. How many games? Well, like, I think you, you definitely need to play more than thirty games, don't you? Yeah, that's what I thought. And just just uh, as a, you know, in our squad, this is disregarding the keepers, and I don't think I've got John Drills on there because there's not much point, is there? Um, <laughs> over over the three seasons before this season, we've got eight players that average. Over thirty games a season, the rest are below thirty. Yeah, you see. So, and, the, and then like goals, the highest is oh, we, uh, Gregory twenty-two in three seasons before this one. 
Yeah. So, because yeah. I mean, you know, obviously names on paper, yeah, we probably have got a great squad. But when you look at their actual, what they've done recently, before they came to us, we've actually picked up quite a lot of players that haven't had a lot of game time, have either been outcasts or out of favour. And he's exactly. trying to pull so them all together. I think it's more like just because maybe the where they where they've been in the past, where they've played, what level they've played at. Maybe that's why people are saying that we've got the best squad. I, I was I, mean? I was just going to say we've 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 all been raving about the defence, Harley Dean, uh, Story. These guys only joined us in January, February. So we've so on that footing, we've only had the best two defenders for. The last two or three months. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and George, George Byers has only been playing well for the last probably, roughly the same period of time. Yeah, you're spot on. You're spot and on like, there. I mean, p- players, as Giles knows, as we all know, come in and out of form. You know, it wasn't three or four weeks ago. Peacock Farrell were like, "Is he going to? Is he going to have a good game? Is he going to have a nightmare?" The last two or three weeks, he's been awesome. Yeah. It really that's, has that's been football, awesome. though, isn't it? That is football. Of course it is. You know, one week you can be, oh, the fans <laughs> hate you. Next minute you score. That's similar to what's happened to Berrino. Look. Yeah. You know what I mean? People were saying to me, he's like, what was it, three months ago? He's way off it. He's not good enough. Even James was saying it. Do you know what I mean? So... <laughs> So look, look, look how how things can turn so so quickly. Definitely, uh, Peter Ben. I've, I've got lots of people that want to uh, want Cheers, to mate. talk. So I'll, I said, do do stick around. I've said we'll just uh, remove you for a second. But uh, if you do want to get involved a little bit later on, then f- you know feel free to uh, request to talk. Uh, we've got Ian and uh, Liam up as well. Uh, Ian, uh, I'll just come to you first, mate. Um, yeah, what do you, what do you want to have to say on the whole Darren Moore? You know, do do you think he's the man to to do it for his long term? I, I, th- I think, uh, James, everybody needs to calm down and take a breath. The goal that we conceded at the death was a freak goal. I've watched it many times. I've been a critic of Billy Peacock for Albert. He wasn't to blame for that. That cross came over. It hit Gregory. Oh, I've got his name this week. <laughs> it Greg- it, and it, and he hit and Gregory. And he's legacy. It's a freak goal. Forget it. Move on to the next game. Everybody's dropping points right now. I know that uh, Ben said, because he doesn't like that tippy-tappy bollocks, and, and, and I don't think I do either, but I think we played really well against Bolton. And, we, yeah, we should have won it. It was a free goal. We, yeah, we missed chances. My biggest complaint for that game was the kit. And I know that Liam's mentioned it already because he's colourblind. I'm very colourblind. And uh, to me, I mean, at one point, uh, a cross came over, and I'm, I'm screaming, shoot. And the next thing, ball's going to halfway line. And, and my son saying, Dad, that's a Bolton defender. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm going to be all right here. Because we're wearing the same colour shorts. I'm like, I have got no clue what is happening here. Well, uh, so I, well I don't like that pink kit purely because I think we've worn it six, seven times. And we've only won once, which was uh, Wigan, uh, obviously away from home this season. Right. So, yeah, it doesn't... Um, the pink kit can get in the bin for me. Get that black art kit out next season. That'll be much better, won't it? <laughs> I have no problem with blue and white stripes and I have no idea why they couldn't play in blue and white stripes because I mean you, you can see that dead easy but as far as the game as far as the game went uh, uh, why is people what's wrong with people getting on Darren Moore's back he made some ball, I think ballsy substitutions he tried to win the game he was clearly trying to go win the game and it was a free goal I don't understand why people are getting on his back give him a chance okay he's made a few mistakes at the beginning of the season I get that he's still learning his trade but you've got to admit the, the the squad the the atmosphere in the squad the way that I, I don't know if you saw it but we were on YouTube you got um, uh, Jack Hunt and Barry Bannon uh, were having a, a, a skit 
And you can tell that everybody's getting on. Everybody's trying to play for each other. We, we didn't have that last season. They're all bickering amongst themselves. We've got a real team spirit. And we're going to get in playoffs. Everybody needs to calm down. Take a breath. Don't matter if you finish sixth or third. Because I know you've said it before, home advantage and all that. But the, the, but the time we got to Wembley, we finished sixth. And, and we uh, when we were playing bright. Are you there, Ian? Seems to have dis- disappeared. Uh, uh, hopefully, he'll uh, he'll come back in a second. Uh, Liam, I'm just going to come to you, uh, mate, if I if I can. Uh, what what sh- what were your thoughts on the game at the weekend? Obviously, and and obviously the, the, from what people are saying about Darren Moore as well, whether he's the man for the job. Yeah, how you doing, lads? Are you all right? Yeah, fine, thanks, mate. Yeah, uh, on the game, uh, we should have won. Let's be real. Uh, we were on top for large spells. We should have scored before we actually did. Don't think Bolton really looked like scoring, um, but when they got the corner late on, you kind of had a feeling of what was going to happen given our track record of set pieces. And you could say it was an unlucky, just deflected off Gregory. You could say it was bad, bad, bad organisation to set up, but regardless of that, we shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. We've only just got ourselves to blame. We're not clinical enough, especially away from home. It, it, where does that blame lie for you? Is that down to the players? Is that down to the manager? Is that a bit of both? What where where do you stand on on this all? Well, it's down to the, oh well the players. I think well I don't think that's that the the chances. It's not on more. Uh, I think Bannon again. I think Peter mentioned it. He he had three or four good opportunities, and on 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 Mendes Lang, yeah, he's that experiment has failed. He he should not be playing as a striker. Yeah, well, and you'll be playing what Sado Berahino up front against what MK Dons on on Saturday. Uh, I'd do that. Yeah, whether Darren would uh, is another matter. We'll find out quarter to seven, quarter to seven on Saturday when where, the lineup goes. Where, where do you stand on the whole Darren Moore situation? That do you think it was an overreaction from some of the fans, or do you think some of them have got a point that you know does he does he frustrate you? Um, as being manager, or are you one of? I don't want to say happy clapper because that's, you know, but you know what I mean. Are you, yeah. are you, are you well on his side, kind of thing? Uh, well, I, I don't want him to go. Um, I think it would be uh, very early, uh, especially like with five games to go. I think getting rid at this point would be mad. Uh, he has been dealt with a rough hand, especially with the injuries we've had. Uh, in January, he got backed in the transfer window. And if we hadn't dropped half of the points we had from winning positions, we'd be in the conversation for automatics. But overall, I think we do need to reassess uh, at the end of the season. And if we do miss out on the playoffs, then questions will have to be asked. It, it, so who would you... I mean, I don't want to say who as in like a specific person, but what... I do. What? I want to say these people who say we need to reassess, who are your ideal, who's your top three? So I said, realistic, that, uh, realistic managers. That's it. Well, do any different? Well, that's the, that's the thing. Who's out there? I don't. I don't. I don't think there's anyone that stands out. If I'm being honest. What about what about type of manager? What what type of manager do you want? Because I, I always ask. I always find that question difficult when you know people ask me you know, who do you want because it like it's very it's, it's always easy to say oh this player because he's done this at this club and etc. But that's sometimes not realistic because we're never going to get them types of managers. But I go back to like Carlos. I can remember when he signed. And nobody knew who he were. Everyone looked on Wikipedia, and I can, mem- I can remember everyone were looking, saying, "Well, he's managed about eighteen clubs. He's not going to stick around for long. He's not done anything at any of them clubs." And the next minute, you know, 
we're, we're off to Wembley nearly getting to the Premier League so um, but yeah I think the question, question is what yeah what style of manager do you do you want Liam? Well just uh, well it's just, it's got to mix, mix it up in certain games uh, attack at well attack when we need to defend when we need to and with Darren he has made mistakes I think that's clear and he, and he has been learning from those mistakes but you can't do that. I mean, we had 21 shots no. at the weekend. Um, yeah. We've scored yeah. the most amount of goals this year from from the, from the turn of the year out of any team. I think Oxford are the only other team that scored as many as what we've done. We've got the best goal difference out of any team this season as well. Uh, sorry, not this season, uh, since the turn of the year. Um, yeah, like, like when you say like, attack more, you know, you, you can't ask for, for much more than what, no, than what I've just James, explained. James, do you know what it is? I well, feel like fans, right, they want quick success. They want they want their club to be successful, especially Sheffield Wednesday. We, we want to be successful very quickly. Now, I can understand that because of the stature of the club, it's a massive club, big uh, ambition and big expectations. But let's just understand where we've come from, right? We've had a poor last season. Yeah, we've got relegated. So we have to it, we have to give time. We have to give time. At the end of the day, changing and swapping a manager every single season if he doesn't bring success, what is that going to do for us? Let's be honest. I mean, I'm yeah, I, I, I alluded to this at the weekend on the on the Sunday pod. Like we've done it for the last I don't know how many seasons after Carlos. And did he not just want some like? Well, like, listen, like, listen. Of course, if you, if you give it two, three years, right, and two, three years, and you're still not seeing anything, any improvements. Then of course I'm with you, but let's be honest. And I understand Moore's been there now. What has he been there? Eighteen months, nearly. How long has he been ne- there? Nearly, yeah, he, he... nearly eighteen months. And okay, he got relegated, but he's obviously come into to Sheffield Wednesday when it was going through a top. Yeah, he's just every year. March the first, he, he came. March, March, like, uh, yeah. So realistically, let's be honest. We can't really judge him on last season. Yeah, he nah. could have kept us up, but it was still a very difficult, um, a difficult task, right? Yeah. But this season, we are going to judge him, and but for me. We're doing okay. Like I said, my expectations was exactly where we are at the moment. Yeah, for, for me, it's one of them ones where this season, wherever we, I think we've only got five games left. You know, it's not going to be an absolute disaster. You know, even if we lost all five, you know, that would be an absolute freak. And I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, but for me, if we don't go up this season, you know, whether we make the playoffs, whether we get knocked out in the final, whatever happens next season, we've got to be going for, for automatic. And I think we only need a few tweaks here and there. You know, you get rid of the likes of Siliso, Canberra, Jaden Brown, all the, you know, all the fringe players that didn't, you know, didn't do anything and bring some, uh, bring some new players in that can, can like advance the squad, you know, perhaps some proper league one players that can help us get out of this division. And then if, if we're set at Christmas and we're, you know, in the same position as we was, you know, eighth, ninth, tenth or something like that, then you probably think, well, yeah, he's not really, he's not really moved us on, and then you, then exactly. questions are going to start to be asked, you know, um, of someone like that. Or if we start the season, you know, and five games in, we haven't won a game, and we're we're down near the bottom, then all right, then you might want to make a, a change to, sooner to honest, rather than later. For Darren but... Moore, for Dar- sorry, James, for for Darren Moore, he has to get into the playoffs. And for me, the reason why I say that is because next season, if he doesn't start well next season after not getting into the playoffs, he's definitely getting sacked. But if he gets into the playoffs and we don't go up, right, he still has, for me, a little bit more time. We got to the playoffs, we went out in the final or the semis, 
uh, next season, if we're if, if we're starting steady and we're you, you know, I don't think he'll get sacked straight away. I think they'll see how he goes. But I think I completely agree with you. Next season, we have to be again in the top six. But but me personally, top two. We have to get promoted next season and and go up automatically. That that's what I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Liam, cheers, cheers for that. I've got I brought Dimmy and Nick up as well. Nick, I'll come to you first, mate. Um, first of all, how are you, mate? You all right. Yeah, good. Thank you for asking. Are you guys all right? Yeah, we're all uh, all good. Um, go on then. What's what's your take on what we've just been talking about, Nick? I think uh, I listened to the podcast uh, today, and I, I think I echo what yourself and Liam are saying. Like, especially what Liam was saying. Like, if we get rid of him now, we're going to be in the same place next season. There's going to be another clear out in the summer, and then we'll probably be in a similar position to where we are now, where we're not playing his best football until two thirds of the way into the season. Maybe not the, to, to the turn of Christmas. I just can't see how we can get rid of Darren Moore now, personally. I think I think we're playing good, exciting football. Um, I remember when I watched us against Rotherham, and yeah, they won. And and I think we've discussed before that we you know we played the better football. And I remember thinking, I could not watch this Rotherham team every week. The way they play football, the way they sit back, soak up pressure, and then just try and get a, a, a set piece goal. So I think the football he's playing is good. Um, I think we've talked many times again tonight that the squad on paper is maybe not the best. It's certainly one of the best. But how many of those players have come to Sheffield Wednesday because Darren Moore is in charge? I've heard it on so many interviews. Take the likes of, you know, and he's had a fantastic turnaround, but Berahino, he came to Sheffield Wednesday because Darren Moore is in charge. We would not have got Berahino if someone else was in charge. Um, and I think that applies to a lot of a lot of players. And I think I'm not too sure with that, you know, Nick. I'll be honest with you. I I've think, always said this. I'm yeah. not too sure. Yeah, okay, I can understand yeah. that that Moore knows very no well when he was at West Brom. But if he was looking to get back to England, and Sheffield Wednesday came in for him, and and, and Moore wasn't the manager, do I think he would have signed? Yes, I do. But it's because it. what, where else would he have gone? But from what I hear, from what I hear, and I might be wrong, Giles, and and I know money's money's not everything. But from what I heard, he took a fairly decent wage cut to come to us. From, so, from where he was playing, where was he playing? He's in Belgium, wasn't Belgium. he? I don't know if he was in the top tier of Belgium, but from, from I don't what think I he would have been on big, big money in Belgium. I'll be honest with you. But from what I read, or from what I read, sorry, he was on better money but, in Belgium than what he's. Yeah, he might have been. He might have been, but let's not forget. He's. I, I personally not sure how many people were were after Berrino. I'll be honest with you. I personally think that Sheffield Wednesday have given him a, an opportunity to come back and try and get his his uh, career back on track in this country. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Moore's Moore knows him, so Moore's Moore's given him that chance. But I still think that if it was another manager and Sheffield Wednesday came in for for him, I think he would have still come. In my opinion, I might be wrong. That's Nick, just what I think. Nick, how would how would you rate um, Darren Moore's recruitment then? If you could, you know, rate it out because because I think we're we're all yeah. in agreement that you know in previous seasons it's all been down to Chancery and his advisors, etc. But I think this year it's quite evident that Darren Moore's got a more hands-on approach than yeah. perhaps some of the other managers have had. So, so how would you rec- like rate his recruitment at, at a ten, sir? I, I think I'd, I'd say it's got to be up there as a, a, at least an eight. I mean, I know we talk about names, and I know um, Liam. I know you just reeled off a few stats there in terms of numbers and stuff. But re, we've said, and, I, and again, listening to the podcast today, we've not been able to spend money. So we could not have gone into League One, looked at teams previously in League One, like you're saying on the podcast, Liam, um, and then gone, oh, so and so scored twenty goals. Oh, hello, it's Sheffield Wednesday. Do you mind if we have him for nothing, please? So. 
I think we've done well on the recruitment. You look at Lee Gregory, as soon as he came in, everyone said he'll score in the goals in this league. And he has done, unfortunately, he got injured. Mendes Lang, for example, I know we've been talking about he's been shoehorned in a bit, but I think there's a lot of these players that over the years we have come up against teams and I've looked at players on their squad and thought, how on earth have they got hold of these players? But we haven't. We've we've not even been mentioned with them. Um, so I think it's been, recruitment's been very good. And I think the other point I just wanted to make about Darren Moore is, is um, again, on the podcast you were talking about an ethos and a way of doing things and, you know, looking at the Brentford model. And yeah, we're not there, but I think there are certainly signs of a different way of doing things coming in. And, and what I mean by that is, We've let a lot of players go from the under-23s very early on. And I think we've sort of, Darren Moore or whoever's had a had a look over the, the, the 23s that are coming through and gone, unfortunately, they're not going to make it. So let's get rid of them now. And from what I've seen in 23s and 18s games, we've already got players in on trial for the future rather than having to clear out at the end of the season and then looking to start again. Um, so I think, I think he's having a big influence on the club rather than let's just throw a load of money at it and see what happens, if that makes sense. I mean, go on then. I, I mentioned, you know, if we don't go up this season, I'd give Darren Moore till you know Christmas time, kind of thing. You know, if we, if we've no, if we don't see improvement, then I'd probably be getting itchy feet. Are you in the similar similar boat? Or I mean, Alan, would you give him or would you give him another season? What's your take on it? I'd give him at least at least until see where we are Christmas time at least, because I think he'll he'll have had another good look over the squad, the players he's brought in. There'll be certainly players that whichever league we're in will not be here next season. The likes of Canberra, the likes of Sound. I know I've, I've backed Canberra up and have a mischat before to an extent, but he won't be here next season regardless of what league we're in. Sal won't be. So I think he'll have a good idea of the players he wants to keep, where he wants to strengthen, where we need to get a bit better, and then and then um, and and then I think if he's if if we're if we're not looking likely to be going up about this time. Um, then just excuse I'm just in car um, I think then we'll, we'll have to have another look but um, I think I think you said it as well again on, on the podcast the last two times we've been into League One the first season I think we've been lucky to stay in League One because we could have gone straight back down into League Two uh, straight down into League Two at times whereas this season we're giving it a good go and I think we're going to be in the playoffs, and then from there, it's it's a lottery, and who knows? Yeah, Nick, thank you very much for your for your say. Everyone else, if you do want to get involved, then just press that request to talk button on the bottom left, and uh, and have your say. I see there's a few people that have requested, so we'll come to you in a second. But Dimmy, I'll come to you uh, to you now, mate. How are you? All right. Yeah, good, mate. Cheers. Long time no speak. How have you been? I've been fine, thank you. Thanks for being uh, being patient. All good, my man. Yeah, what go on then, Dimmy? What what do you want to have to say, mate? I think you know what I'm going to say, mate. I think Darren Moore. <laughs> proved, I think Darren Moore's proved himself this season, mate. To be honest, uh, uh, talk of getting rid of him now is just absolutely insane. Like um, a couple of people have already mentioned, um, he's you know from where we were this from where we were last season, uh, relegation from the championship with a squad of I think what well, we had like four or five uh, players uh, in the squad to say that we're in fifth in the in league one I, you know i was worried this time last year i was worried we was going to be dropping down to league two mate let alone going back up to the to the championship so um the fact that darren moore's managed to come in steady the ship um and get us up into into a playoff position in in a season is is honestly i think is incredible what what were your uh, expectations dimmy come i mean i mean obviously you just said there you know you were you 
you when we got relegated, you thought that you know we could even go straight down into into League Two. But obviously, when we signed all the players, you know when we we'd signed what were it fourteen, fifteen new players, and you know we we're about to kick the kick the first ball at, Ch- at Charlton away from home. What were your expectation of where we were going to finish for the season, and have we kind of met it, exceeded it? What you know? Uh, honestly, mate, exceeded my expectation. I was I was I wanted a top ten finish. Um, I would have been happy with top 10, top 12, maybe um, consolidate this season and then, and then build for next season. Right. Um, where we're in the playoffs already is, is just, is, is crazy to me. Like we're, yes, we've signed a lot of good players, but then, you know, a lot of teams sign good play. Every team thinks they're signing good players. Otherwise they wouldn't be signing these people. Right. Like, and not all of them are going to work out. You know, there's always going to be a couple of duds in there. We've had our fair share in the past. I won't mention any names, Almanati, but, um, <laughs> you know, like we get excited about players that we sign and then, you know, it takes it takes a while for them to for, for them to kind of come out in the wash, right? Like who, who's going to work for us, who's not going to work? So, you know, I had high hopes for Jaden Brown. I, I still think he could be a player for us, but he's young um, but, and he needs, needs to focus. But he needs to see, we need to see a lot of improvement. I don't think he'll be here next season. Same with Silla. So, um, but, you know, I, I honestly think Darren's done, Darren Moore's done a fantastic job. And like your man was just saying, uh, um, we're from the, the, you know, you can see the changes in the, in the youth, teams as well uh, we're not just relying on 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 the people coming through we're actually getting trialists in and and seeing what we can do with them right so i think everything everything seems positive and the vibe around the club the vibe around you know when you speak to people that the the vibe seems so much better than it it has done in in honestly in years since carlos was there almost i don't know if, if giles has any input on that like you know even from the from the tea lady the kit man and all you know all those that everybody makes the club right and the vibe just seems so much better now yeah i think you're right it's not just only the players it's it's everyone and I think when I spoke to um, a few of the players like Hutchinson, he's, he's definitely said that there's a good vibe about the place, uh, a good togetherness. So, yeah, it definitely makes a difference. Obviously, I can't really, I'm not there, so I don't know exactly what, what's going on, but I can only go on what, what people tell me. Yeah, Dimmy, some, you know, obviously, you know, some of the comments that people have been making, um, I mean, you know, people make, saying that Darren Moore's, made strange decisions for you know the starting lineup uh, you know when when he put johnson as left center off i think everyone thought what the hell is he doing like what a crazy crazy decision you know people have been saying that he's just trying to keep players happy that's why he's been tinkering with the squad you know making you know two and three and four changes sometimes you know week on week saying that we can't defend from corners um you know saying that players that we brought in aren't good enough D- does any of that kind of do you kind of um accept any of that or do you think that's just a load of rubbish people making excuses just to you know shout at him basically i think it's i think it's a load of rubbish mate to be honest um yes he's always gonna people are always gonna disagree with some of the decisions he makes um with regards to some of the players not being good enough yeah arguably some of them aren't but when you've got four senior players you you're gonna sign you know you need to get guaranteed players in right in case you know i think some of the players that we've signed uh, at the in the off season, we signed because we weren't sure if we were going to get the next caliber of player up. Like you know, before who do we you know strikers that we signed? Canberra. We probably signed him because we weren't sure if we were going to get Lee Gregory, but you know we were lucky enough to get him. So that means that Canberra kind of has to take a take a back seat. Um, we signed Kieran Lee as a right back, and look at how well he did in central midfield. Like it, you've got to move players around and make changes that that 
may surprise people because if you don't, you you're gonna get the same result every time. You know, like it's an idiot. An idiot thinks that he'll get a, a, a different result by doing the same thing. So we got to mix it up and and you know keep the opposition guessing. <laughs> you know, when they're probably doing their homework on Wednesday, they probably like, well, uh, Marvin Johnson's gonna play. Where's he gonna play? Uh, no idea. Somewhere on the left side, probably. You know what I mean? Like. They've got a winger. I'd like to see uh, Berahino start um, and then bring Mendes Lang off the bench because that would scare the bejesus out of most defences. You know, they're tired after like 60 minutes and then they're bringing on uh, Mendes Lang. Like, oh, my God. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so I would like to see that. But no, I think, uh, you know, uh, Darren Moore sees these people in training. He sees what they can do. And if he can get more out of them by moving their position slightly, absolutely give it a try. Not everything's going to work. Not every signing is going to work. But if we don't try, we'll never know, right? So rock and roll, I say. Yeah, cheers, cheers for that, Dimmer. Um, obviously, do uh, do stick around, but I'm just going to bring uh, Andy and Charlie uh, into the conversation again. If people want to get involved, uh, press that request to talk button on the on the bottom left and uh, and have you have you say. Um, Andy, I'll come to uh, I'll come to you then first. Uh, what, what's your take obviously quite a lot of people have had the said have this had the say sorry um most people saying that they that they stick by Darren Moore what, what what's your what's your point of view yeah, I think Giles alluded to it a bit earlier I think when you look at where we were like this time last year we were a, a quickly sinking ship with everything that was going on points deduction not paying not paying players players out of contract I just think we were in a Really dark place, so it was a pretty, pretty big job that, that he's had to do. Plus, you know, you took in the fact that he had COVID himself and wasn't able to influence the team as much as he'd have liked. I think he's done a pretty good job. Um, October, November time, I was on the fence a little bit because it was that frustrating period where there was chopping and changing. I know we had the injuries, but the style of play wasn't quite right. But then you look at what we've done, I suppose, this this calendar year, and it's been fantastic, really. So I, I won't give it too much oxygen in terms of people who are saying, you know, he needs to go I'm fifth in the league. You know, we can still go up with a very good chance of the playoffs. It's, it, it, I think it's a bit crazy talk, to be honest. But. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just read a few few stats out. So like, obviously, yeah, you know, our uh, our, away, uh, our home form, sorry, is is the best in the league. You know, 21 games we've played at home this season. We've won 14. We've only lost two. Uh, we've scored 43 goals at home, which I think is the second best, uh, apart from Oxford. Only conceded 17, you know, which is absolutely crazy when you think about it. You know, there's, there's what, Plymouth, Sunderland are the only two sides to have conceded less goals than us uh, at home. You look at that form, um, in 2022 as well, were the third best. I think there's only MK Dons and Wigan who were who were better than us uh, since the turn of the year, and they obviously they sit first and second in the in the league. Again, most goals that we've scored out of anyone uh, since uh, since the turn of the year. Best goal difference: eleven wins, three draws, and four defeats. So, and we've only played 18 games, whereas MK and Wigan have, have both played um, 20 games. So, you look at that and. You just, you know, if, if you if you were just, you know, out from the outside looking in, didn't know anything about Sheffield Wednesday, anything like that, and you just read those stats and put, you know, that were fifth in the league, and then said that some fans want the managers to leave, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bigger picture as well. So that, you know, when you look at the foundation, we effectively needed rebuilding as a whole club, you know, from top to bottom, really. And I think Chan Series 
hands off. You know, we've got rid of the agents and was it Amadou Paxiel signing players and stuff like that. So you get you've got the feeling that Darren Moore's in complete control of who comes into the club from a player's point of view. So that's good. And you get the feeling that he's starting to get the structure right. A little bit, same kind of feeling as when, obviously different managers, but the, what Steve Bruce would have done if he'd have had more time. Because without that director of football and that strategic direction, you need a strong football man at the top. You don't need a head coach. You need you need a manager. You know, you need somebody to manage the whole club, you know, from top to bottom. And you get the feeling Darren Moore's doing that. He's, you know, he's getting a few things wrong on a, on a game day. You know, he talks about Mendes Lang and a couple of odd selections here and there. But I think we have to keep perspective and look at the bigger picture of the job that he's done and currently doing. And, you know, it, it could be a fantastic season for us. It, it could peter out. We could lose in the playoffs. We might not make it. But I'm very much of the opinion that you, you've got to give him at least until after Christmas next year, if we don't go up and, um, you know, early part into the new year, just to see where we are. You have to be challenging. What? Top six, top six at least. But you, you need to be within touching distance of the top two, I think, next year. Yeah, what what was your take on the game at, at the weekend, um, Andy? You know, obviously, we, we drew 1-1. We dominated for, for much of it. You know, we didn't have all the possession, but in terms of chances created, we created quite a lot. What what was your, your kind of overriding emotion? I mean, obviously, I'm guessing it was frustration at the end of at final whistle, but on reflection, what, what did you think to that performance? Well, I, I, unfortunately, I was sat in a bar in Tenerife watching it on... Uh, oh, on how, a unfortunate. Fire, on a... how unfortunate, Andy. That sounds really bad, that. <laughs> on, a, on a dodgy fire stick, which keep, kept freezing in and out. But yeah, I think echoing, I spoke to my dad, who obviously went, and I think everyone's covered it. First half, should have been 2 or 3 nil up, should have took our chances. Performance was there, pretty much. I think we started second half slow, scored. Looked like the better team, should have put it to bed, but didn't. And whatever you go into... You know, in this division, away from home, especially wherever you're going one nil up, there's always that that kind of freak incident. What happens? But it, it just so happened it was from a set piece, and it kind of kind of adds on to the frustrations that we've had this year defending set pieces. But yeah, I, I agree with you, James. It, it it was a little bit unlucky the way it happened, but you know, it's one of them. It's from a corner set piece again, so obviously it gets amplified a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. And uh, cheers, uh, cheers for your input, mate. Uh, Charlie, I'm going to uh, come to you. How are you? How are you? All right. Picture the scene: all of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Yes, yeah, you, mate. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for waiting. Sounds like you nearly fell asleep there, Charlie. Oh, it's fine. I've got to be quiet. My sister's in bed. <laughs> no worries. Uh, go on, uh, Charlie. What do you want to have to say? So I, I don't think Darren Moore's anywhere near the thing that people are saying that we should sack him it's I think it's a lot of rubbish fine when we had that bad run of form 
earlier on in the season, we all thought, here we go again, typical Wednesday, we're doing well for first bit, and then we go and bottle it up. But look at all the signings you brought in. How many did we sign in summer? 14, 15? It was something like that, yeah. I can't remember the exact number, but yeah, for about 14, 15 players. He's, he's rebuilt the entire squad, and two players, Byers and Gregory, I think they even terminated the contracts at the current club because we couldn't sign any, uh, spend any money to come and play for us. So, whether he's an influence to other clubs in that sort of aspect, I'm not sure. But he's done a fantastic job like, over these past 18 months. Fine, last season he had his medical problems and whatever. And you can't fault him he did in the time he had and what he did do he did well where would we have had to finish this season for you to perhaps have changed your your outlook Uh, i know obviously the season's not finished there's still five games to go but you know obviously we're fifth and you're saying he's done a fantastic job we're you know we're level on points with both wickham and sunderland who who were just underneath us but you know what would have constituted for you a bad season and and perhaps made you think think otherwise of Darren Moore? I'd probably say lower than 10th, but I'm off the table. Because it's one of those, we, the squad of players we have is more than capable of getting automatic. At the start of the season, if you put a team on paper and said, where do you think these players are going to finish? You'd look at that and think, we're going up automatically here. But, that hasn't happened and we still could go to Wembley and go up that way. But I think from what he's had and the injury troubles he's had, we've had a list longer than I don't know what. And he's buggered his team up. Berrino's come in, he's put a shift in ever since Mendes Lang went out injured and Windass went out injured. He's put a team together that's proven that the word your playoffs yeah do, do you agree with everyone else you know even myself saying that you know Saido Berahino should have started against Bolton probably and well absolutely 100% definitely should be starting on Saturday against MK Dons are you under the same thing or are you, are you happy what obviously I know um, Mendes Lang is not putting the ball in the back of the net but are you would, would you be happy with him starting up front on on Saturday against MK Dons Mendes Lang is not a striker. He's a winger. Just let's get that clear. He's not a striker. I'd rather maybe benching Mendes Lang, maybe, putting Berrino up top and then 60, 65 minutes, maybe taking Johnson off if he's looking tired and putting him on wing. Because whenever Mendes Lang's played on wing this season, like they did against, who did we beat 4 2? Plymouth. Plymouth, yeah. He played on left-hand side, I think, that game, and he had an absolute cracker. He played on left, and he's played on right this season, but whenever he's been on wing, he's been fantastic. You stick him up top and he's out of position. It's like when... um, I'm trying to think of some examples. We've put players out of position over the past few seasons under different managers, and it just hasn't worked. It's a prime example of it again. Like Johnson at centre-back, that didn't work. But I did, well, ish. We got a song. We got a song out of it, so uh, it, it can't well, be yeah. doing that bad, can it? No. <laughs> Definitely, Charlie. Cheers, um, 
cheers for your input there, mate. Do uh, do really appreciate it. I'm just going to come to uh, Adam from the uh, Armed Forces Supporters Group. Uh, Adam, how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm very good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Uh, go on, mate. What do you want to have to say, Adam? Um, I personally think uh, Darren Moore did a fantastic job in the summer with the transfers we were able to bring in. Um, a lot of people um, will have looked at the position we're in currently and how a couple of the players have been frozen out of the squad and it looks as if a couple of them weren't correct. You know, prime example, Jaden Brown completely dropped out of the picture. He's, he's not even getting on the bench these days and people will slag Darren Moore off for that. But uh, I think it was Dimmy um, who mentioned, you know, the, the, the fact that we were going into the, the season not looking like we had any money to spend. We couldn't spend any money, even if we did have any. We, did have any, we had a bare-bones squad. Darren had to sign players who were available just to cover positions in case we couldn't get who we wanted. Um, and I feel like him and Canberra are prime examples of that. Um, I'm personally pretty ha- happy with how we're doing. You know, the better players that we have had in the squad have only been playing for us since January with the injuries we've had. Um, I- I'm, a- I'm a massive advocate for the way that he's got us playing at the moment. Um, we do look like we've got a... Uh, an idea of what we're doing when we've got the ball um, that we've got we finally got the players in the squad that are good enough to play the system that Darimo wants them to play um, yeah I, I can't slag him off too much and I, I was a Darimo out at Christmas time uh, I'll be I'll, I'll be honest after that Sunderland game but it is he's changed my mind completely what what's he done to to change your mind I know you mentioned there you know you're liking the style of football that he's uh, that he's playing. Did it take you a while for you to change your mind? Or I mean, I know I've just read out the stats that we've that we've had since the turn of the year. Obviously, um, we we lost to Shrewsbury, didn't we? Um, after the Sunderland game, which was the first game of the of the new year. But you know, how, how long did it take you to for you to change your mind? Uh, I, I feel like it took a while. I mean, I'm going to throw a controversial point out there. there I well, think we, we love we love controversy, Adam. Go on. <laughs> um, I personally think that Gary Monk would have kept us up. Now, I'm not saying that I still want him as manager. Um, I think now, looking back, getting relegated may actually have been the best thing for us because if we'd have stayed in the championship, there could have been a, a thought process to keep a lot of the deadwood that we had. You know, Adam Reach weighing us down with big wages. Um, I love Tom Lees, but it, it weren't working for him at the end. Jordan Rhodes, you know, we needed that squad freshen up. Um, and a new manager was the prime person to do that. So I feel like getting relegated as bad as it was, may have actually been, you know, the rebirth of us like Phoenix rising from the flames sort of thing. Um, but then at the start of the season, you know, we, the anticipation of new season, the excitement for football again, it's kicked off the season really well. Then the injuries start hitting and you take out the players that we really want to see playing, minus Windass, who we didn't have at the start, and you have to bring in the other lot. And you could tell that the quality dropped. And part of that may be down to Darren, he couldn't work out his best team with the players that we had he was chopping and changing a lot of the time I still don't agree with that now like I think if especially after this you know the Cambridge result you play as well as that you don't change that side I don't care who you're playing against um but I think the turning point was after the Shrewsbury game you know we lost 1-0 to Shrewsbury but for me that was a worse performance than losing 5-0 to Sunderland they just looked like they didn't they didn't care and I don't know what was said between then and the next game but it was at that moment that it just changed and it's, it's won me over completely. And it, you were on about it earlier to one of the other listeners um, saying, how long would you give him? 
if we don't get up. I mean, personally, I don't want to be a pessimist. Like, I, I'd, I'd, I want to see us go up. I think we'll get playoffs. I'm not not too confident on our ability to win the playoffs with the, the quality of the teams in there. But I personally wouldn't even be thinking about our game until January next year either. You look at the, the head start the other teams got on us with the injuries that we had. Um, now we've got most of our first team back. Look at the run that we've gone on. You know, we've, we've lost to Rotherham recently and, and that's it. Yeah, Link, yeah, yeah lost... we lost to Lincoln as well, didn't we? Yeah, no, that, yeah. yeah, my bad, my bad. I forgot Lincoln. I was there as well. Don't know. I've tried to, re- <laughs> try, I've tried to wipe that from my memory. I'll be honest. <laughs> but yeah, but, um, but you look, you know, you, you go from, um, you know, from that Shrewsbury game that you mentioned. We beat Plymouth, then we lost Oxford, then we went on four wins, one defeat, three wins, one defeat, and then now we're on a six-game unbeaten run. All right, there's three draws thrown in there, but you know, it's, um, there's a lot of green on there. Put it that way. Yeah, and the, the loss to Oxford, you know, I, I still retain even now. They're the best side we've played this year. And I, I don't think we deserve to lose away from home. I think it was arguable at home that they were the better team. I think they were. But I personally still think they're the best team we've played this year. So it, it was disappointing in the stands, especially with win-all scoring. But, I, you know, you take you take that. Um, the Rotherham game was the exact role reversal of our game at their place. We were the better team on the day and we just couldn't get the ball in the net. You get games like that, you don't get the rub of the green. I still came out of that game confident that we would be climbing the table because of how well we performed. And I've always said as a Wednesday fan, I'm sure the majority of fans will agree, you're not bothered if you lose, it's how you lose. Now, no one's not happy with a loss, but if you can come out of that stadium and go, you know what, I'm looking forward to the next game because they put in a shift, I were happy. And I think Darren Moore, with what he's been saying in his press conferences about getting this, um, this team group mentality and, you know, fighting the team I think he's got it spot on yeah cheers for that Adam it's we've all made the point of the fact that we've not you know be able to create chances and I think we've said that for for quite a few of the games like I said we, you know we've scored the most goals since the turn of the year I mean I, I don't know if you saw the other day I put some stats out on uh, on Twitter um shots on goal we're currently sixth out of all the teams in league one for this season then in terms of goals Sixth again, sixty-seven goals this uh, this season, and then co- conversion, you know, eight point seven percent, which is tenth. So we do, you know, in terms of converting his chances, we're about middle of the pack, which is you know probably needs to be better. But then again, you know, I turn around and say that we've you know scored more goals than anyone at, at home this season, pretty much scored more goals than anyone, you know, like I said, since since the start of the new year. So um, it, it's you know. It's strange when you when you look at that um, conversion and what have you, and but yet see that w- that we are still st- scoring goals. You know, six goals against Cambridge, four goals against Plymouth, um, you know, five goals against Burn at home. It's it's crazy, really. Uh, Adam, Adam, thanks for your uh, thanks for your input, mate. Um, Wardy, I'm just going to come to you. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for holding on. Yeah, no worries. Um, I don't I don't write about specific talk about apart from the. Uh... Be a negative Nelly. Um, I just, as some will say, I keep it PG, you know what I mean? Um, but I generally think that we're not actually going to get playoffs. Why is that? Because I don't know, it's, it's proper. I can't is it, see is it just because you've been a Wednesday fan for, uh, let's have a look how old you are, 19 years? Yeah, you probably could say that, but it's more of a shock that I can't, really can't see us getting a lot out of, this, um, out of these games, um, especially at MK and Wickham. Um, well, we've got obviously yeah, we've, got, we've we've got MK on Saturday, we've got Crew on 
choose. I do around. think I do think Crew is going to be biggest decider. And obviously, there's no worse than coming up against a relegated team when you need a result. Yeah, yeah that, you know, the, you look at us so when we play. Obviously, but, if we if we leave MK on Saturday with zero points, you're looking at that Crew game. It's probably a season definer. Well, obviously, there's, what, 15 points to play for from now until the end of the season. How many points do you think we need to to get into the... I mean, obviously, we've got a, a game in hand over Wickham. I think Oxford are probably a little... You know, right, if they put... Yeah, some... Oxford have dropped off, but obviously, if you look at our game in hand, it's Fleetwood away. <laughs> and it's like... It's not... It's, I don't think it's the, very, the easiest place to go to. Well... Where is it? If if that's not an easy place to go to, where is an easy place to go to? Well, in this no, season? I, I, you, know I mean? you could say all I, of them I, are difficult. Yeah, but Fleetwood will be fine to stay up potentially. So I, I kind of, I've said it the last few pods. To be but fair, Bolton so I were, kind of agree with but that. Bolton were a tough place to go as well. So you could say everywhere's a tough place to go at this point in the season. Really, you know, you don't get any. Yeah, well, any easy like that games, could be me really. just being. That could be me just being like the, the classic Wednesday fan of like thinking we'll just bottle everything that we do, but. Obviously, I'm like I'm not I'm not very confident going into these um, games against MK and Wickham, especially Crew. I can probably I could more than likely see us getting result, but like I say, it's like to that case of when you you coming up against a relegated side, that's the most dangerous bit. Wardy, what were your expectations at the start of the season then? Before we um, you know we met all them automatics. I, I had I lumped twenty quid on us winning league. Well, that was silly, weren't it? Well, very. <laughs> <laughs> but, it could have been um, that 20 quid could have been uh, spent very wisely with Giles Coke and Olivia's <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so so where do you sit now then obviously we're fifth we'd, we've pretty well we've pretty much no chance of uh, getting automatics now but what, is it, do you think this season's been a bit of a failure then or you know oh yeah like I saw um, I saw one at um, someone put on I think we're at Harleen something they said that we've um, we'll we'll underachieve if we've got um if we don't get playoffs. I think we've already under underachieved anyway. Cause in the case of like we're coming we're coming to we're coming to thing, we're coming to league where everyone's cup final. So you you Negative like... Wardy. <laughs> Negative Wardy. Listen, Giles. <laughs> Come right. on, you positivity. <laughs> How have we failed already? No, 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 no. You, you're putting words. <laughs> you're putting words in the mouth. You're putting words in the mouth. I didn't say we failed. I said we're underachieved. Okay, how have we underachieved already when the season's not over yet? Well, unless we get automatics, then um, we've, we've underachieved. So we? what are you saying? If we go up in the playoffs, we're still underachieved. <laughs> well, no, because we, we'll, we'll go up in playoffs, obviously. But still, if we, I think surely everyone's goal as a Wednesday fan looking that would piss league. Nah, no way, Giles. No on, way mate. could. You... Mate, League One is a hard league. You think yeah, you yeah, can piss this league? No chance. Never. <laughs> Never, ever, ever. Hey, Rotherham, Rotherham thought they could piss league and look what's happened to them. That, that no bu- way could we piss this that league. That open top bus no has chance. been reversing Ro- back Rotherham, into the garage. Rotherham, Rotherham, is still in, Rotherham is still in mix, though. They could still get automatics. That, that open top is, bus is reversing back into that garage. Listen, big, big is on near now looking for beef. So like, what? I'm really sorry. But you are the most delusional Wednesday fan I've ever seen. One awful take. We're, honestly, in my opinion, I think we could still win the league. If they think about it, Wigan, they're, they're doing okay, but they're going to crumble like they have before. Rotherham, I'm not even going to say them, because they're, they're not even getting the playoffs in my eyes. You, you look at it, I think we can win the league if we just get some form. Like, look at Shadipo, Silicon. Oh, oh, shut up. Okay, right, okay. 
No, okay, I'm going to make an actual point here. Go on, uh, you look at our entire team, like, about what three players have actually played in League One before, like in recently. Like, we've got a team that's like all the championship players are not used to. I know it's not really the biggest change in difference, but there is a. <laughs> There is, there is some difference between... Okay, I'm leaving. I'm not having this. <laughs> <laughs> there we there we go. Um, yeah. Wardy, then, what do you want to have to say to that, then, from, uh, from, from your mate? I'll leave on this. Oh, he's not a mate. He's more of an acquaintance. But, you know. Um, but I do... Giles, I do agree. It's a, it's a, it is an hard league. But, obviously... 19-year-old Cam, he hadn't experienced the, the, the tough ventures of uh, League One only since we got promoted. But And Alan Irvine season and stuff like that. But I, I do think we should have we should have done a lot better than than what we have done. And I think uh, I think the can I get a thumbs up in chat, you know, if people agree with me. Come on. I think we should have we should have been up there a lot more. Well you got you got, you got a couple I'm of laughing sure. faces there. <laughs> All right, I'm not having this. I'm not. This. I'm going. I'm going out. Ward, you're going to ruin my mood. You're going to ruin my mood. Ward, cheers, cheers for that, mate. I'm just going to bring Robbo, Robbo in. Uh, Robbo, are you, mate? You're right. Robbo, are you there? He's not even on mute either, so he's just not uh, not joining in. Uh, Peter, I'll I'll come to you with him, mate. Um, one obviously you were on earlier, but you know quite a few people have had. No, there, I, so. I, I just wanted to throw a bit of a curveball about the Barry Eno situation. Go on then. Uh, Barry Eno came in and got a hat trick. Was got a hat trick when he against Cambridge. The match after he played, what was it? Was 50, 60 minutes and gets dropped. We all know that the return of Windass is due. He may even be on the bench this weekend. If he's not on the bench this weekend, they'll be back a week on Saturday, maybe in for the crew game. What happens if Barry Eno? comes in and does the business this weekend, scores a goal, plays well. Do we bring Windass in Tuesday or next week? That is a, that is a big question, isn't it? I mean... Because now, we're now we've, got, like we've all been saying, there's only five games left. I'm sure Giles will agree. You don't tinker with a winning side when you're in the home straight, unless you have to through injuries. No, uh, I'll be honest with you, Peter. I think Windass has to sit his arse on the bench at the moment. Well, I disagree. He's, a, he's, done, he's done his best off the bench this season. Like that's the other. That's the other. That's the other curveball in. in when it, the two games, the two games he played the whole game. I don't think he. Well, it's not even that. Just two seconds, Jamie. We'll come to you in a second, mate. All right, just uh, two seconds. Go, go on, Giles. I was just saying he's been in and out. He's been injured a lot. I think, yeah. I don't know how long he's been training for now, but for me, I think he. Yeah, we're not playing badly. Uh, we're in good form. Why? Why are we then going to change change it? You know what I mean? I think yeah. Windows I, is I a agree. Good player. I, I agree. That's on the bench. I I agree with that. But while ever we haven't got a regular scorer up top, and Windass does seem to have had the sort of Midas touch when he's come by, and we all know that he's got hamstrings made of cheese. Uh, and he's a potential liability, but uh, injury-wise, so he may come back in and go straight back out again. So, what, so would you so, would you put him straight in? I'd certainly have him on the bench. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely on the bench. Definitely, definitely. on the bench. I'd, li I'd, I'd like to see Barry, you know, get get a, get a run. Um, and because I thought I thought it was desperately unlucky when he got dropped. It was only a toss of the coin whether it was Patterson mm. or Barry, you know, got dropped. <laughs> uh, that that day when he, uh, I think I can't think it was the home game. The one. Help me out, James. Who was it against after Cambridge? Uh, it was... Let me have a quick look. 
We played Accrington, one-one. Accrington, yeah, it was it was nil. Yeah, and they scored at the death. It was nil-nil, and he it was about thirty-five minutes to go, and he took off. He took off Berry, you know, and I thought, what's he done that for? The guy got absolutely week before uh, the, the match before, and Patterson came on and got got what we thought at that time was the winner. Uh, and then we didn't see Berry, you know. Then he was back to the bench. He went off to play for Burundi. He's come back and he's he's just bench only now, isn't he? That's that's his. That seems to be his his spot in the side. Um, yeah. I, I think I think he'll go with Windass. I really do at some point because we. I just think he will. T- he'll keep tinkering, but that's what he does. But for me, you, you shouldn't mess with the team very much at this stage in the game. You know, we've got for me, it's as strong as it can be. Definitely, I'm sure Windass. I'm sure Windass will get get into the team if. You know, performances drop or the results don't go the right way. But at the moment, I think we've we've looked we've looked all right with Windas not being in the being in the team. I don't think we've missed him that much. Would you not agree? Yeah, like like Liam uh, said, I, no, I would I would agree. Yeah, yeah. but I, we also looked all right or didn't look too bad without him. And then he's come in, and he's also got a track record against MK Dons. He came on and scored, didn't he? Scored <laughs> the winner. <laughs> lightning, lightning strike twice. Uh, Peter, cheers, mate. Jamie, yeah. I'm going to come to you. Uh, I know you've got uh, quite a bit to say, mate. Yeah, um, my first question is, getting promoted this season, where do we where do we finish next season with more in charge? Well, th- well, that for me that all depends on who he brings in. The, the, the you know in the in the off season, um, like, do I think the the squad's good enough? I certainly think we've got you know a lot of decent players. I think I made the point at the um, on the weekend's podcast where. For me, the concern is the is the age of the squad. When you look at the, some of the players, I think there's we've got Bailey Peacock Farrell. Obviously, he's on loan, so he could be going back. Um, Gibson, he's on loan as well. He could be going back. Other than that, any that are under thirty, I think I think we've got George Byers, got Dennis Adenaran, all right, we've got Deli Bashiru. But you look at the squad that or the team that played against Bolton. I think there's only a few players that are they're actually under under thirty, and, and some of them are only. A twenty nine, so they're going to be, uh, you know, going to be knocking on a bit come come next season. And that, for me, I think we need to bring some some youth in. But that being said, when you look at the when you look at the players, they they have all one of the criticisms has been that they've all come from the championship and they've not played much League One football. If we get back into the championship, we can't really say that anymore because with you know they're in the league that they've played most of the football in. Um, you know, I think. When you look, I mean, I've not watched too much championship football, but I think if you, the squad that we've got, I think we could, you know, we could do at least mid-table. Obviously, it all depends on who we bring in. But I, I just think that Darren Moore's not been given a fair crack of the whip this season in terms of injuries. Um, we've had, you know, you can't deny that the, the amount of injuries that we've had to key players. I mean, Massimo Luongo missing pretty much half the season. Jordan Windass has only played a handful of games. Um you look at you know George Byers has had injury, Gregory's had injury. I think there's m- most of the squads picked up a, an injury that's kept him out for at least three or four games so far this season. Some you know Iofa, he's been out for for most of the middle middle part of the season. He's come back and he's you know a shadow of the player that he that he was you know when he first signed for us. So it's I think it's been, been very difficult. And um, yeah, I just, you know, obviously another question would be where are the injuries coming from? That's not Darren Moore's fault, though, is it? That I think that's been a problem no. for, you know, you can't nail that on Darren Moore because we, we've had that. If if anything, he's been trying to, you know, he's been trying to 
bring people back when they when they're ready. Um, you know, he's, he brought Gregory that that game that um, that Peter was just mentioning. You know, the Accrington game. Gregory didn't start because he was he was trying to manage his game. So the injuries for me is that's that's well, it doesn't need sorting. I feel, I feel like they're coming back too soon. I feel like the de- like what the Windass situation came back like. Yeah, it wasn't instant. It was a long time out. I get that. It came back and scored in like three out of two out of four, maybe. Yeah. If I'm if I'm right, obviously showed his quality, like how he's done for the past like so many years. Blah de blah. I just I feel like the he could have definitely left them out longer. We've coped without them, like you said before. We we've we've got through like nitty gritty situations. I definitely feel like there's a couple of players there that could have been left for longer to ensure nothing actually happens again in coming weeks. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, looking at Josh Windass, he played 36 minutes against MK Dons and he scored that that winner. He then started against Wickham and then he, uh, let's have a look, then he, he didn't play against, you say they played 20 minutes against Crewe and then he didn't play against Sunderland and Shrewsbury. And then he were probably due to niggles, po- possibly or COVID, because that was they were the two games where we had yeah. a, a lot of COVID issues. So you know you could say that he, he picked he picked that up. Then he played four games. He came off the bench twice, scored two goals, and then he started the next two. And then he's and then since then he's been he's been injured. So I I, I don't know. Like were you not if if you've got a player that comes in and scores two goals, you know against MK and Wickham. Oh, I play get, him. Do, do I not, play. Yeah, I mean, do not, no, I, think, I, I, think... I, I play Windass over any of them up top. I don't like. I, I really any of them. He showed his quality this season. Like, it, it, just straight away, it didn't take him twenty minutes to come on and make an impact. But I also, I also feel that Barahino gets the call ahead of Patterson all day long. Yeah. What, what, what's your take on on Darren Moore then, um, Jamie? Obviously, we've been talking about it all evening. Uh, I don't know. Like previous said, I'm not confident one bit about playoffs. You can't. You can't. No team that is up there fighting with a with a good will of fighting can go five nil down. At, at yeah, Sunderland they were playing good at the time. Don't get me wrong, but it's five goals that is to concede. We had injuries. I get that. But then we, we just come back from COVID as well. That COVID. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But still, you sit. You, you don't concede five goals. But yeah, but, s- go but to... since then, since then, yeah, like I've said, yeah, we're, we're, we're third in terms of of all the teams. You know, since the new year, there's yeah, only MK no. that, and Wigan that have, that have scored, I think, three and five points more than us. Plus, they've played two games games more as well. So, you know, like when you when you look when you look at that since that game. Things have changed, and we've only lost what we lost against Shrewsbury, Oxford, Rotherham, and 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 Lincoln, and we've had wins five twos, we've had a six nil, we've had a four one, we've had a four two, scoring goals for fun. All right, we didn't score against Bolton, well, we scored one. We should have perhaps scored more, but you know you've picked yeah. out you picked out the negatives from there, but there's a hell of a lot of positives, surely. There's positive from season, course there is, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's what we expected. I. I I'm not saying I did expect a top two finish, but I know that the club attracts better players than teams like Cambridge, Burton, Lincoln. You know, all, all I agree. Players. I agree. When we can spend a transfer fee on him, I know. Yeah, I get that. This is what I'm saying about next season. Like, 
it's going to be a tight season again. Darren Moore's he's done okay in League One on a tight budget, but can he do the same next season? I, yeah, but I, then there's, there's, there is there is there is room for trading. Obviously, we're not going to get mad on transfer fees, but. It's going to be budget. It's going to be budget. Oh, yeah, of course it's going to be budget. But if he's done, you know, see what happens. But This season's been a struggle. I'm just nervous for it. I, I'm nervous for playoffs and I'm nervous. But if that's, if that's what we've got to do... Oh, of course. Yeah, anyone, anyone's anyone's going to struggle, aren't they? Jamie, are you, are you nervous because you're a Wednesday fan or are you nervous because of Darren Moore? Because I think that's two different things. <laughs> no, they're both the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're both the same thing. I've followed these since I was fucking five years old and it just, it's just, it's, yeah. It's, that's what it's I mean. Cause, hard, I mean, I feel your pain, mate. <laughs> it's an hard team to watch. J- Jamie, cheers, uh, cheers for Get that. Get in there, Koki. Here we go, Giles Cook fan club in force. Uh, ben, ben, I'm, I'm, I've not forgot about you since like last week, Ben. I'm going to come to you. How are you? All right? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right, lads. How are we doing? Yeah, good. Fine, thank you. Go on then. Um, is your, is your Darren Moore picture? Is it what shelf is it on now? Is it on the top shelf or? <laughs> yeah, it's still on, still in main, main place at house, mate. Where it's been from, uh, from, from day one. Ben, but, uh, Ben, do if we get promoted this season, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy you a canvas of Darren Moore. It's not Moore. an if, mate. It's not an if. Like I've said before, I think we've just got to, I think we've got to be positive. We've got five games to go. We're in fifth. We're in playoffs. Let's just, let's just go for it. Do you know what I mean? It's all right. I think, I think a lot of people they sit on fence and. Oh, that guy before we're talking about we're not going to go because we lost five 0 to Sunderland <laughs> like fifteen games ago. Do you know what I mean? Forget about that. But like, still, we're in, a, we're in a good position, and I think we just need to just be positive and just go for it. Yeah, I mean, like I've said, like I've said many times, we've got five games to go. You know, MK Crew, Wickham, Fleetwood, and then we finish with Portsmouth. Like. Are you confident going into them five games? I mean, MK Dons—they're on well, they're on fire, aren't they? At the moment, fifteen games unbeaten. I think that's eleven wins and four draws in them in them games. And obviously, we go to go to their place where you know we've already spoke about our away form. Like, how confident are you? I just think I, I, I just think you've got to be confident, and you? you've got to be. You, you, them them thousands of fans that are going down to watch game aren't going to be negative they're going to be singing songs from from when whistle goes and before game and people that are going to watch it you're not going to watch a wednesday game and all right you might be a bit nervous and think oh they were good side these but you're going to be confident aren't you and I, i'd be i'd be confident before whistle goes and then obviously game happens and then things happen in game that knock your confidence and make you think a little bit oh he's going to be we, we might not get a winner but yeah i'm just, just confident i think we could i think we can i don't we'd win them all but i think we'll get 10 points out of these last five games myself i, th- I think we might lose one Probably contradicts what I've just said, but I do think we—I don't know which game it's going to be. We're going to lose, but I do think we'll win three, draw one, lose one. That's just my—that's just my tech on things. And I think we, like I said, we, we, we're creating chances, um, which we did against Bolton, and we have in other games. And yeah, I just think we just got to go for it. And I'll be definitely be walking down when we wear my son on my shoulders come twenty first of May. I don't know what all y'all that'll be doing, but then you'll get all the you'll get all them people that were negative saying, "Oh, we're not going to get it." But they'll be there. They'll be part of forty thousand Wednesday fans that'll be down at Wembley. But then if we don't if we don't get there, they'll jump on bandwagon. Oh, we should have we should have got rid of him, and we should have done this, and we should have done that. But if we get promoted, who cares about what we should have done and what we didn't do and what do you know what I mean? Because we've got promoted, haven't we? So. 
who cares? Yeah, no, no, nobody. You know, when you talk to people about you know 2005 at Cardiff, they, that goes down and one of you know one of the best days ever. But then you look at that season and we. We we weren't we probably, great. We weren't great. We probably, were we? We probably, that's it. We probably got battered a couple of games in that in that season well, like in two thousand and five. Start of that season. <laughs> I can't, I can't remember. Do you know what I mean? But we probably did. Start of that season. There were some batterings, weren't there? Was it Exeter or someone like that that beat that beat us? I can't remember now. But you know, there were there were some teams that we should have should have beat and uh, and we didn't in that season. And yeah, we we did we did well to scrape it in in the end, didn't we? Against what were it, Hull in the penultimate game of the season. So uh, yeah. So yeah, um, Ben. Cheers, cheers for that. I'm just conscious of uh, of time. So uh, thank you everyone for uh, for getting involved. Uh, Liam and and Giles will just uh, will just finish on what we think um, think's going to happen this this weekend. Obviously at MK Dons. Uh, Liam, you first. Um, obviously you're going down. One of the five thousand yeah. fans that are going down without hope... any trains to get back. But uh, <laughs> do you know yeah. what? It could be, it could be two weeks in a row where I'm not be able to tell what's going on because they play in white, don't they? Oh, yeah, they do, and we'll be playing, playing in pink as well. You so. know, absolute nightmare. I've picked the worst two games in a row to go to away, am I? Yeah, can you buy some, like, different... I don't know, like I say, I'm not colourblind, I don't know. Can you buy some different glasses <laughs> that that change colours or something? Or... Uh, I just hope they wear different colour shorts. I might have to, I might have put to a, tweet put, the club or something. Yeah, put a... Put a, put a <laughs> actually, you know what? They, like I said, they can wear that black art kit. If they want to get it made, Macron, can they, can they make a kit in three days? Get that new black art kit out there. That'll be, uh, that'll be decent, won't it? But, yeah, obviously... Like I said, they're on fire at no, the moment. 15, I mean, I, yeah, 15 games they, unbeaten. They've got to lose at some point, haven't they? So, and like we said, they play a style where we could probably get the better of them. You know, every get, you know, forget. Well, not forget, but you know what I mean. We've got to go out to win every game now. So I think we can win. Every game's a cup final, isn't it? We I can, really? we can beat, we can beat anyone in this league. Well, so. We've already beaten them already this season, and to be honest, I didn't think they would. They were great when they came to Hillsborough. I know that was, to be fair, I think they've only lost once since uh, since we beat them. But they weren't brilliant, were they? Like to be fair, and and they were still a top side at that point. You know, they weren't they weren't like mid table. They were still, I think, they were fifth when we played them last. Yeah. So, mate, I'm I'm confident. That's it. Liam's confident. Giles, what about you, mate? Obviously. Uh, like I, like I just said, uh, how would you? How would you? So put put yourself in their shoes, Giles. You know we're we're fifth in the in the league. You know we're on a decent run at the moment. You know six six game unbeaten run, and we're going to a side that have not lost in fifteen games. How would you be feeling? What's, what's MK Don's home record like? Oh, now you're well, you asking me. Let's have a look. Well, look. they've not lost. They've not lost in fifteen games. I know that much. Uh, home. Well, they've won twelve, drawn five, lost four. Out of twenty one and they sit seventh. Forty one points versus our forty seven at home. Mm. So they've oh, the only difference is we've won two more and they've lost two two more. Yeah, I d I don't know. Listen, we're not as as we've as we've seen, we're not amazing away from home, but the performances look like they've been better, especially Bolton hearing the fans. I know some are saying that they didn't think it was good, but I think the majority of fans are saying that it was actually a good performance. So, <laughs> what, what be, if you were Darren Moore, what, what would you be saying? Just, just do what you did against Bolton. Obviously, put the ball in the back of the net. But in terms of I, the, I, the I'm performance, I'm not sure how we're going to set up. I don't know. I really don't know how we're going to set. Up. Are we going to go with the same team? What do you think? Uh, well, I think personally, I think obviously Berahino should start. You know, we've given. Do Mendes you think it'll just be one change? You think it'll just be that uh, Berrino comes in for Mendes Lang? Yeah, I think I, I think the others. You know, the the midfield three picks itself, and it. We've said that on numerous occasions. You know, Johnson and um, 
Johnson and Hunt on the as the wing backs, they're pretty much nailed on. I mean, you you could perhaps say Mendes Lang instead of Johnson, maybe. Uh, Johnson's I don't think he's been as effective. He's not played bad, but he's not been as effective in recent weeks as he as he has been in like the you know in you know the games before then. Um, and, and obviously you you back three. That's pretty much nailed on. Story, Hutch and Dean, I don't think you're going to get, you know, I don't think there's anyone else that stakes a claim of, of coming in really. But, you know, listening to the comments, what Darren Moore said about why he plays Mendes Lang, MK Dons are going to, going to come up and play against us, aren't they? They're not going to sit back and, you know, and mm. and park the buses if we sit there at home. Maybe, I don't know, He's maybe he's going to think that Mendes Lang is going to get in behind again. And, and yeah, look, I, listen, I've got a feeling that Mendes Lang is going to start again. I've just got a feeling. Yeah, yeah. it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me, to be fair. Yeah, and I'm sure fans aren't going to be happy, but I, I just got a feeling that he might he might just go with, with the same team. I mean, are, are you confident ahead of, you know, if, you, if you're a betting man, um, Giles, are you, are you putting your money on Wednesday to beat uh, MK Dons? I mean, the other thing... No, I'm not, I'm not going to put my money, up, uh, money on them winning just because of the, our away record, right? But do I think that we can get something out of the game? Yes. I definitely think we, we we can get a point. I just don't know. Listen, when it comes to it, we of course it's it's ninety minutes. Anything can happen. Uh, of course, we can win the game, but I just think that oof, with our way record, I I think it's it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be again a one-one, which I'll take. I'll be honest with you. I'll take if you can give me a one-one right now, I would take that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Giles, Liam. Hey, uh, wait, I've got one thing. Oh, come one on thing, then, go on, Liam, go on. Just, just well, you already know the answer, but just to Giles. Obviously, I know we've spoke, all three of us, about and we've not had, well, we didn't know if we've had players that are very experienced in League One. But before this season, Giles, mm. so not including this season, who do you think throughout the career has made the most League One appearances in our squad? Hmm. Good question. Uh, let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Seems though Ben, Peter, and Andy are up. We might as well throw it out to them as well. I'm just trying to think. What player would it be? I should know this. Ben, have you got have you got an idea? What from the from the current squad that we've got now? Yeah, yeah. So throughout in their whole career, yeah. so who's played the most games in League One? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I promise you, Bannon. How many has he played this season? Four. No, not, not, not including no, this no, season. No, not including this season. So before this season. Oh, because I was season. I was doing it on. I was looking at it in terms of people saying into this season we had the best squad. So I've kind of disregarded this season. If that makes I might sense. actually say Luongo. Luongo, right? Go on then, Ben. Who are you saying? Um, Gregory. Peter. Who are you saying? Liam Palmer. Ooh. Andy, are you having a bash or are you still thinking? I think Luongo's the answer, but Shiripo's played a bit at League One last year at Oxford. So I'll, I'll go Shiripo. Go on, Liam. Mendes Lang, 157. Oh, wow. oh Mendes starting. Get then Har- starting. Harley <laughs> Dean, 102. Palmer, 101. Mass, 85. Dunks, 83. Ah, okay. So, oh, there we there we go. There so <laughs> Mendes Lang starting. No, I expected Mendes Lang starting on. I'm not gonna lie. Mendes Lang starting on Saturday then. Nailed on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
for his experience <laughs> at, at League One level. Uh, again, thank you very much, everyone, for uh, for joining us this evening. We do really appreciate it. Um, obviously, make sure you uh, obviously listen to the podcast. We've got the Oppo's View. We'll be speaking to MK Don's fan and crew. So don't forget, we've got crew on Tuesday night as well. So that'll be out on Friday. Uh, if you are enjoying the podcast, then please make sure you give it um, you know a rating or a review. A review. We do really appreciate it. Uh, and don't forget to check out Patreon as well. Patreon.com forward slash WTID pod. Uh, sign up and obviously get all the uh, interviews that we've done with the former players. Um, lots and lots for you to uh, get your teeth into. I think there's over 30 episodes on there for you to for you to listen to. Um, again, thank you very much everyone for contributing and we'll be back with this show again next, uh, next Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Cheers guys, thank you. Cheers everyone. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.